0: And Aussie Alia Tomjanovic has just got on court against her opponent Kutamatova over there in the WTA event in Cincinnati. One all in the first set. Now, overnight, day two at Lords, England and South Africa at Stumps. Uh, South Africa certainly on top. England were rolled for 165 with Rabada taking five for 52 off 19 overs. The South African quick. Now, in response, the pro is seven for 289. And uh, their opener, Irwi, Sorel Irwi, 73. Uh, there was a good lower order partnership between Marco Jansen and Keshav Maharaj as well, uh, with uh, both making 41. Jansen not out, but uh, the Proteas lead by 124 runs. Come on, Three South wickets Africa. in hand. But you're not riding England off here just yet at all, Pup. No,
1: nah, I reckon oh, they're probably going to have to make... 2430 in their second innings, to give them a lead around that two eighty, I reckon. They're assuming they knock South Africa over first thing this morning, um, then bat as well as they can. They're going to need Joe Root, Johnny Bairstow, Ben Stokes particularly, um, one of those guys to make a hundred, make that four, you know, four hundred plus, and then I think they got the attack in those conditions on the last day to maybe put South Africa under pressure and bowl them out for 250, 260. But either way, South Africa is in a great position. Mm. There's no doubt about it. I, on the other hand, South Af- Africa will be thinking, can we find a way to make another 50, 60 runs and then still the impossible for England? Mm. Um, so good start by them. Their quicks are good, the South Africans. There's no doubt about it. It's just, is their batting going to be strong enough to... You know, if, if they had a loss to Toss and got sent in, for example, would have they been able to what what would have the their first innings been like? But good start. Uh I'm cheering for South Africa. There's no doubt about it.
0: Uh last night, 26-22. Penrith over Souths. And uh, just a question here for Laurie. Do you think Isaiah Yo is a million dollar player, is the most influential player for the Panthers and sometimes the most underrated in the comp. Cheers, Cozzy, sending that text through. The text line, by the way, 0419767272. But a player I think we've all sung the praises of in the last two years is Isaiah Yoloz.
2: Yeah, I, I, I couldn't pay a million dollars for Isaiah yo I think he's a wonderful player um, and he fits into that system so well. Um, but no, for, for me, I'm looking for the match winner, the guy that's able to produce that bit of magic uh, when his team needs it, he, he's he's fantastic. He, he knows and has the right mix in his game between ball playing and yardage. Uh, gets through a mountain of work in defence. Um, but those type of players, I, I just I wouldn't pay a million dollars for him. he probably gives you an output of a million dollar player. <laughs> but when I look at a million dollar player, I'm looking for match winners.
0: I think I know what Cosy's getting at. He's probably looking at David Fafita and thinking, "Well, how's he getting one point two, when Isaiah Yo's not getting that?" But I guess you look at Fafita; he's playing in a much different in a much different team and a much different system, isn't he? Like you say, Isaiah Yo just fits into that system there at Penrith perfectly.
2: Yeah, exactly right. And he's got other players around him that complement him so well. The system suits mm. him. Uh, David Fafita, the Titans were looking for a. A scalp, basically. They were looking for mm. a big-name player. feeder was one of the best young guys in the competition. And they took a punt on him that if they paid him that type of money, he could produce in their football side. But also, would he have the ability to attract other people? And that's what they were relying on. But as it's turned out, it hasn't worked out for both parties. He's still got another year to go there on big money. Um, but Isaiah Yo, I mean, he, he's, a, he's just... One of the more improved players I've seen in a two-year period. He's been phenomenal. No, certainly has. A big game in the
0: AFL tonight uh, with Melbourne up against Brisbane. Top four spot up for grabs. That's at the Gabba. And whoever loses that match will be vulnerable with a big chasing pack in that bottom half of the top eight as well in the AFL. Now, Sunday afternoon, the Swans, if they win at Marvel Stadium against St Kilda, they finish second. Which is a huge advantage, of course, heading into the finals, and also Dan Hennebury has announced he's going to retire after this match. Of course, he played ten years at the Swans, spent the last four years at St Kilda. Uh, Thirty-one years of age, played in that Premiership in twenty twelve. He was great for the Swans, and uh, it's only his eighteenth match for St Kilda in four years. On Sunday, keeps you an eye since he moved. It has been an absolute disaster for him, injury-wise, and so he's just going to give it away. In fact, he's averaged, with his contract there at St Kilda, $178,000 a game since he's moved over there. Not, not to any fault of his own. He's just had injury after injury. Uh, but uh, Loz, he was, particularly for the Swans, particularly that premiership, he was a great
2: player. Oh, he's a very good player. Um, you know, he played 200 games or over 200 games for the Swans. But I think one of the reasons the Swans allowed him to go back, and I think he requested a trade back to Victoria, but they didn't stand in his way because mm. he his body was breaking down. And I, I, I sort of recall um, at the time people were saying, why would you let him go? But I think the Swans were thinking that he's going to attract big money. We let him go now. Um, his body's not as good as... Uh, what it can be and they've been justified in that decision to let him go because his soft tissue injuries have just kept reoccurring but there's no doubt he was a a wonderful player Um, good midfielder got through plenty of plenty of work Um, but unfortunately his body body's let him down in particular the last sort of four years of his career Give us a
0: call thirteen fifty three fifty three. Send us a text 767 And uh, now we're Trent Barrett fellas off to Parramatta, an assistant on a two year deal. Interesting. Mm. Look, I'm going to be I'm going to be cynical here. Trent Barrett's a career... he definitely sees himself as a career coach, and fair enough. Good career choice if I'm Trent Barrett. Brad Arthur doesn't well, make a prelim final this year.
1: What happens to Brad see, Arthur? I'm not sure. I look at it differently. I think if they are allowing Brad Arthur, to, sounds like Brad Arthur is the one who wanted Trent Barrett yeah, as well, his assistant. He would have to
0: tick it off, no if, doubt.
1: If they are, if they're willing to sign Trent Barrett now, that tells me Brad Arthur is going nowhere. That they are keeping the face with Brad Arthur. Well, you can't go. Surely you're not going to sign a two-year uh, an assistant coach on a two-year deal without seeking approval from even new head coaches coming in. So to me I reckon they're keeping Arthur. He wants Trent Barrett as the assistant. Play on. Para, Not making a change. What do you reckon, Loz?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think you're right there. Look, I think Trent's obviously proven himself to be a great assistant coach and it hasn't worked out for him his last head coaching appointment. But I think, you know, his specialty is working in attack and obviously working with halves and we we haven't seen the best of that combination, Mitch Moses and Dylan Brown, so I think Parramatta believe if they're to win a competition, and in fact I do as well that you've got to get them to humming and singing off the same hymn sheet, and if they do that um, you they're a chance of progressing their game to further into the finals, which they haven't been able to achieve for a long period of time, so I think that's what they're banking on, the fact that he's worked with Luai and Cleary and had a lot to do with their development, and they're hoping they can get the same development and fast-track these players um, and add more to their game and get them to deliver consistently on their game. Um, And if they can get those two players playing well, it it might help them, but at the moment, they're just too inconsistent with their performance. Parramatta... Mm -hmm. um, they got a big game coming up this weekend against the Bulldogs, and the Bulldogs really bashed them and 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 ran them around uh, earlier in the season. It was a big score line. So Parramatta, if they are to play finals football or, or be a contender in this year's premiership, they've got to win this game. They've got to win this game. We've got Wayne on the line. G'day,
0: Wayne.
3: Oh look, I was really going to launch into Trent Barrett, but. After what's happened lately with Paul Green and that, I won't. Um, But I just don't believe that Trent Barrett can improve Parramatta.
0: Yeah, you're not a fan of the signing?
4: Nah, 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 because, like, everyone keeps saying what a great assistant coach. He
3: he, he left Penrith. They won the comp after he left. And we all know his coaching record at Manly and... The Bulldogs. Same as Gus the other day. Gus is running around pumping his chest out because he signed Serraldo. Well, didn't he sign Trent Barrett as well? I uh,
2: know Gus didn't sign Trent Barrett. He, in fact, Gus warned Trent Barrett about that's going right. to the Bulldogs. Yeah, <laughs> told him not to go. Yeah, yeah but he, he,
3: anyway, he, that's you know. And <laughs> my
2: condolences go out to Paul Green's family in that too. So, hmm. yeah, that was terrible news. Yep. Terrible news and I think the rugby league community is still hurting and they will for a long time because it was unexpected, we didn't see it and if there's something good or positive to come out of his passing it is the fact that you know we need to be more respectful and if men in particular are having issues, uh, mental health issues then they should always think that there's someone that they can lean on and someone they can talk to. Appreciate the call, Wayne. Morning, chicken chow. Okay, Mido,
5: Loz, Clarkie. Chicken. Uh, Loz, I've yes. um, got some um, very good mail, but uh, I just saw Mitch Moses and uh, Dylan Brown at the church singing hymns. Uh,
2: here we go. <laughs> Off the same hymn sheet. Oh. <laughs> what, is,
5: what is that, Loz? I've never heard
2: of that. Haven't you ever heard of that saying?
5: Oh, I have, but it's rubbish. <laughs>
2: yeah, it probably is rubbish, but that's what comes to my head at yeah. eight o'clock in the morning. Chicken chair
5: comes through your head out your nose. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh, and I've got another. Not it's not male at all. It's just a theory.
4: Hmm.
5: So I know Kiri's flying at the roosters. He's back to his best form. But is there an option for when his contract finishes and Moses, I think, finish at the same time for a swap? Chooks v. Para. No. He,
2: no. No. Well, why would you buy Luke Kiri?
5: Well, that, that, yeah, actually,
2: you've got a point. Like, like with, and this is, yeah, Luke Kirry is what chicken. Older, did you ever bend the last
1: night or what? Are you old, on this morning?
5: Yeah. <laughs> You're off the rails this morning. <laughs> I've had a long drive, mate. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really think that one thought.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous, chicken chow. Yeah, <laughs>
5: well,
2: I mean, actually, no, 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 no. Go back. To, tell me the reason why you come up with that.
1: Because uh, he's well, drunk. That's
5: why. <laughs> <laughs> I've done a few mixed of beers this morning. Mix beers. BB uh, in your cereal. Nah, I'm up here at Whale Beach, mate. It's unbelievable. Oh. What are you doing up there? Beers Working spotters. or a holiday? Laying tiles, mate. And I'll just... Uh, Clarky's probably got the rental next door. <laughs> Went for some, for some sheila to pop up. How <laughs> <Hell> is your <laughs> you, bruh. Oh, oh.
1: she's good, thanks. <laughs> She's well, thanks for asking. Mate, How's your lovely chair. wife and child travelling?
5: They're, they're going well, mate.
1: you doing the Rose Bay walk or what?
5: Yeah, I am. since should say, they opened up that new little walkway. Yeah. Hey, and what about, do you ever walk past there, Clark, in your old unit block you're living in?
1: Mate, they've still got the scaffolding, don't they? I
5: know. mate. It's been up there
1: for two years.
2: I could
5: have.
0: Lucky you got out and paid thirteen million for your shoes, What about Chicken Chow? Thought Clarkie the other day in Rose Bay walked into a pole, I and did. I was, I, and
1: did.
6: I
0: was, <laughs> I was thinking, surely you saw it. If anyone's uh, going to see that and be able mate, to, you know, take the Mickey out of it, straight you, it's into a no-standing
1: uh, pole.
5: It must
2: have been
1: a mirrored pole. Clarkie looking at Go back to your VB breakfast.
2: Nah, I'm not to the Hey, hey chicken chow, I yeah. I gotta ask you something. You know how brickies charge by uh every brick they lay? Do you charge by every tile you lay? How, how do you price your you gig? I
5: I charge by every spacer I put in. So I would be a multi squillionaire But um, you know, what do they say? Um, was, um when in doubt, grout Chicken Chow boys gotta <laughs> <laughs> <When you> know- <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Is that on the job site before? <laughs> oh.
5: <laughs>
0: oh, we're going to take a, In fact, first, running a trade business isn't all sunshine and rainbow. It's full of spreadsheets and paperwork. I hope you're listening, Chicken Chow, yeah. by the way. And that's boring. So that's why you should use Fergus Job Management software, the smarter way for tradies to make every job successful. Let Fergus make your life easier. Save hundreds of hours on admin. Get paid fast to make every job profitable so you can focus on all the things that you started a business for. Fergus, straighty swear by it. And for more information, go to Fergus.com. Clark he's blowing up about his renovation.
1: What a rip like w- why do people waste time and you have a meeting to say, Oh, what's your budget? Well, How much money do you want well to spend? Out, Clark. Mate, what a waste of a meeting that was. And then you're in a position where they where they give you the price of everything. And you go, what are you going to do? Oh, okay, well, I won't have a couch to sit on, or I won't have a dining room table. Like, they've already roped you in. They know you need it. Mate, it's seriously. Smart, smart
0: business. I should do Every be time in... you do a Renault Clark, you just add 30%. Mate.
1: And everything it's, drags it's, out. It's, oh, how long is it going to take? Oh, six weeks. Six months later. Well, it rains. Can't
0: Man. do landscaping when the weather's bad. Seriously. You're
1: anyway, right, you, you, got that off you'll my be
0: chest. Okay. Mm. Uh, now, I just want to go through the tips for today. Brad Davidson, his best. Ranwick Race 5, number 6, Showmanship, $3.40. He also likes Race 6, number 3, Lord Ardmore, $3.20. Uh, Adam Pengilly's best was in Race 4, at Ranwick, number 8, Casino Kid. And Ali Mosley, her two best. Race 2, number 6, Mon Felicity, $3.50. And Race 7, number 5, Jar Mayer, $5.50. Where's well, Pretty Wild? Uh, Any news on my horse? Well, yeah, you, <laughs> I you, think it's time for an email to the boss. I would still be in the paddock. Only went to the paddock not long ago, didn't it? Only it's about... been a
1: month now. Oh, mate,
0: just how just long is it resting for? She'll be back late. Yeah, spring. she needs to have a rest.
1: How long though? four, four weeks. Up. mate. four weeks off a lot. She's going to come back heavier. Is she in the gym? Uh, no. What's she doing then? Just eating. Eating. Condition. eating. eating. Mm. She'll be in
0: pre-training soon. I'm, It'll more be cool. for,
1: I'm more for putting weight on, but you got to burn the cows. <laughs> Get in the gym, youngster. <laughs> She'd want to come back good, Middo. Oh,
0: well, you've already had what? Two three, wins,
1: three, three wins in a second. Three wins two in wins a second.
0: Two wins in a second. Yeah, you're going all right. That's a fair start. Hmm. Mm. Uh, now, plenty of text here on the Trent Barrett situation, being uh, signed there at Parramatta as an assistant for two years under Brad Arthur. Uh, now, hey, boys, Loz, you sure Barrett is the great attacking coach, you say. is Bulldogs are averaging 10 points a game under him. He leaves now. They're averaging 24 points, so I think that says enough. Brandy has said a number of times that his impact at Penrith was always overstated, says Trent. Uh, another one here, though. Hey, lads, I think Trent Barrett's appointment is superb for Para. Arthur's a one-trick pony. Run hard, tackle hard, which obviously can't be achieved to a high level each week. You need more to your attack, Steve, from Foster.
2: Uh, Heavy. Well, I think... Two points there. One with Trent. I, I think that the Penrith system didn't work at um, the Bulldogs. At the Bulldogs, mm-hmm. and on Brad Arthur, I, I agree with that style of footy he's trying to play at 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 Parramatta, and I agree it's it's hard to do. But I, I don't see them as being a side that can go side to sideline and play that attacking, brilliant footy that you're looking for. With the players that they've got, he's got to coach to what he believes is the best way to have success. And and I believe, when I watch Parramatta, it is all about that, that hard running, but creating offloads off the back of that. And I watched them last week against South, and they just went into their shell, and it wasn't until the end of the game that they started to throw it around a bit. I think they've just got to go out there and, you know, when you're, like, when you're playing golf and you swing that club, just swing it as hard as you can and have a crack and, and just back yourself to get it done and, and create offloads and to pull opposition defences apart by having that 2nd phase play because every time they look as though they're setting up for that structure, I, I just think it's so easy to read and they're not skilful enough to worry the better defensive systems with it. That's how I see it. I I just see them as being a real powerful footy team that more ad-lib football, the better for them. And it brings Moses and it suits suits Moses, it suits Dylan Brown, it'll suit Gutho, it'll suit their centres. That's the way I see it. Lucky enough now to be joined on the line. We're going to talk some basketball.
0: 26-year-old guard from California. He was uh, the former NBL Defensive Player of the Year in his year with the Illawarra Hawks back in the 2020-21 season. And uh, now he's with the Sydney Kings. Justin Simon joining us. Justin, good morning to you.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good morning.
0: No, I really appreciate your time. So you were saying yesterday the Illawarra Hawks were 40 minutes too late to get your services back. Tell us what Man. prompted you to come back to Australia in the first place.
4: Man, uh, just, uh, I mean, it's, this is an amazing, like, continent, country. Like, it's just, it's so uh, it's so amazing out here. You know, the people, um, the landscape of everything. The league is uh, wonderful, you know, how they present the league. Um, you know, it's a very attractive league and uh, they've got some buzz behind it and have for many of years, you know, and, um, you know, I'm just all in all excited to join Sydney, a great organization, a great club, and to be a part of something special. So um, I'm so happy to be back in the NBL, back in Australia, and, you know, I'm in one of the best cities in the world. So, you know, I'm really, really excited to be out here.
1: Yeah, well said, buddy. Welcome to the Kings as well, mate. You arrived on Wednesday. What have you, uh, what have you experienced in Sydney so far?
4: Oh, man, so far. Apart uh, from so, jet
1: lag. Yeah, oh, man.
4: <laughs> <laughs> definitely a little jet lag. Definitely a little jet lag. I feel like my feet are still in California. Yeah, but, uh, no, all in all, man, uh, you know, I've done – the, the beauty about this, you know, I've done this before, yeah. uh, you know, being here uh, in the 2021 season. Uh, but I did have to go through quarantine and everything, so that was a different process. Mm. Now I get the, the full – Uh, NBL experience, the full Australian experience, not so much COVID protocols or anything, you know, still being safe and cautious and everything, but still being able to enjoy myself and enjoy um, everything that Sydney has to offer. But since I've been here so far, man, I met the guys and got with the team, um, you know, got with, uh, you know, the coaching staff and everybody just, you know, getting a good sweat, seeing the ball go in, you know, uh, you know, getting close to everybody and uh, seeing some familiar faces and uh, it's good to be around, you know, the, the team.
2: And it's a good time to come out and play with the Kings too, Justin. I mean, they won last season. Plenty of optimism around. They started to get massive crowds uh, to the stadiums. And have you fed off that energy? And have you have they put last year's premiership aside and just sort of looking forward to 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 getting on with the job and going back to back?
4: Yeah, I mean, I would I would I would assume you know that that you know they of course you know you want to celebrate you know what you did, but all in all, it's, we're on to the next, on to the next thing. You know, I wish, you know, I want to be a part of something like that. So I, we're working to build something, you know, for this year. You know, coach has already, you know, moved on, and he's worried about, you know, what we're going to do for this team and how we're going to attack, you know, this season. And, um, you know, just worrying about ourselves and what we're going to do to put our best foot forward and compete and uh, get after it this year. You know, so we, like I said, like you said, you know, we really want to try to uh, repeat. Um, and I really want to be a part of something where I can compete for a championship. Um, so. Um, coming here was was big.
0: So Justin, you had that year with the Hawks. Then you've been playing in Germany. How does the standard
4: compare? Um, it's it, it's a little tough to compare as far as uh, uh with the more teams. There's more variety of teams. Yeah. Um, what I would say is that the Australian natives. Uh, it, this is what helps the league. Like the Aussie Oz, natives, man, they're just so talented, so good. Um, that's what really helps the league and. Um, you know, the, the, like I said, it's hard to compare as far as, like, teams and everything. But as far as, like, um, man, just the buzz and everything, the NBL has, has all that excitement and juice. And it, like I said, it's an attractive league. Um, and, um, yeah, it's a, it, Germany was real physical. Um, Germany was real physical. But out here it was physical for me as well. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, the game has evolved since I've been away and coming back into it now.
0: What are your impressions of coach Chase Buford and what role is he expecting you to play?
4: Man, my my, my first impression is just nothing but straight just energy and just that, that, that youthness, that just, just just great energy. He has, he has this great energy and just feel about him, um, that, uh, it's contagious. I feel like it's contagious to the guys, to his staff, you know, everybody around him. And it's just, uh, you know, you just want to—I uh, don't know, man. It's just a great little buzz, great little feel. I can't even describe it to be honest. But um, and so that's just vibe and energy I'm getting from it. It's been great so far, and uh, just the role that I'm gonna play is just be a basketball player, man. Of course, I've shown everywhere I've gone. You know, I wear that defensive hat um, as far as just being taking pride on, on that on that end, um, being that stopper. You know, um, mucking things up, being a pest, uh, just being an annoying, man, and uh, making you know just making some 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 nice stuff for some guys. And uh, you know that's kind of going to be my role, and then just be uh, like, like just be a team player, man. Blue collar guy, uh, versatile. You know, I can play. Man, last year I played one through five in Germany. I probably won't be playing some five this year, but. I'll be playing one through four, wherever, man, wherever the team needs me to be, whatever I need to contribute, man, I'm going to do so.
0: Well, that's going to certainly indeed the Kings fans. And you've had a taste of that Hawks-Kings rivalry on the other side. (laughs) How will it feel to be on the Kings side?
4: Absolutely. Oh, man, Uh, (laughs) it's going to (laughs) feel great, man. I'm sure it's going to feel great. Um, You know, like I said, I'm a part of a a great club. And, um, you know, I truly want to thank, you know, the Hawks and everybody, you know, for having me a part of that organization. You know, my first time being here in Australia – and, you know, they showed me nothing but love. I have nothing but love for them. But, uh, you know, this is a—it's all part of the competitive nature, uh, you know, for me. Uh, just, you know, getting out there and competing and, you know, putting the pride on for whatever team I'm representing. Um, so, definitely, man, it's going to be great to get out there and uh, compete against anybody this year. So, um, I'm all in all excited to put this Kings uniform on and go out there and attack.
0: Well, Justin, we really appreciate your time this morning. Can't wait to see you on the court. In the purple and gold.
4: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. You guys have a good one.
0: Well, welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast. And, yeah, Justin Simon. How good was Justin Simon just before? You know, might be my new favourite, I reckon. Good morning, boys. Please get Justin from the Kings on again. Love his enthusiasm and honesty. Uh, Doesn't seem like he has a big head like some Americans, says Craig. Uh, How good was Justin Justin Simon? Loved his positivity and energy. Makes me want to go to a Kings game this year. Cheers, farmer Bill there at Conoundra. Sending that one through. Good day, boys. If that guy's anything to go by, the Kings are in for a big year. Energy Plus. Peaky Pete. Uh, Jarmaya, $5.50. Best of the day at Ramwick. Back the truck up, says Ben from Scone as well. Uh, so, uh, losia Multi, by the way, courtesy of our friends at Sticky Wings. Give it to us.
2: Yeah, we're going race one, number five, Bandy's Boy, into race six, number seven. Or oh, Bandy's Boy to place, sorry, into race six, number seven. Too much to bear to finish top two. And if you want to be a part of that, middle, it is paying nine bucks. But I must say, too, how good was Justin? Yeah, how good he? Is he? he got me energised. <laughs> he was up and about. I'll tell you that. He was up and about and ready to go, but...
1: You love that energy, Loz, don't you? Oh,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Imagine that turning up to training every day. You feel a bit tired or fatigued. And
2: yeah, There's always Justin one in us. the group, though, isn't there? There's always one bloke that you yeah. know that's always... Well, he called himself the
1: pest. He said, oh, yeah. I've got to be the pest.
2: Yeah, regardless. They're always just up and about. They've got that much energy. Who was yours you don't know in where that they get...
1: great Raiders team? Who was that pest for you?
2: Uh, the pest was Ricky, obviously. Oh, yeah, Stuart. Yeah, you know Stewart.
1: who our pest was? No. You wouldn't believe it, and he was the best at it. Well, Glenn McGrath yeah. was the biggest pest. Glenn McGrath, yeah, mate. It was like he was fourteen. <laughs> Just anything, he, he was like the biggest yeah. kid I've, I've ever played. What cricket was with. the most
0: irritating thing you can remember him doing? To him,
1: do? him and Jason Gillespie, what they used to do. So if you, when you walk out to bat, they would sign every part of your equipment, somewhere on your, you know, your gloves, your spare bats, your protector, anything. Even in the lunch break, you go for a shower, you come back, and I'd be out, like, either batting or standing at the non-strikers, and you look down, on top of the handle was Glenn McGrath's I, autograph. Just Jason. in a, a anywhere, Yeah, just anywhere yeah. they could. Oh, they geez. thought they'd got to write their name on your equipment.
2: <laughs> well, Ricky it. Stewart, his he, favourite go-to trick, and he'd get everyone, he'd always ask for a hot cup of tea. So he'd put, have the hot cup of tea, and mm. then he, you know, put a teaspoon of sugar in, and then he'd stir it, and then he'd touch you with it, like either with on the, the spoon. neck or on the arm. Yeah, yeah. and you weren't yeah. expecting it. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it just, uh, just, that
4: is just, uh, it is best behaviour. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, how about it?
2: Oh, and he'd get you all the time, or he'd get it someone new. He mm. just yeah. Well, that was his go-to. <laughs> I reckon the girls would be pests as well. And we're about to speak to
0: <laughs> coming
1: up. There'd be someone in this team for sure. Is yeah.
0: uh, Well, she's the captain. She's a veteran. Let's face it. She's been in there since the start of the NRLW. Uh, captain of the New South Wales side as well. And it all starts this weekend in the NRLW. Uh, the Dragons, they were beaten in that grand final to the Roosters back in April, 16-4. to Kezzy Apps, their captain, is joining us. Kezzy, good morning to you.
3: Good morning. Thanks for bringing that back up, by the way.
0: <laughs> well, firstly, well, we'll start on the positive note. Well, if you can call it positive. Who are the pests in your team and what do they do?
3: Oh, golly gosh. Um, we got a couple, actually. Uh, it all depends on what mood they're in, to be honest, as well. Like, Keely Davis can be a bit of a pest sometimes. Um, we call her, her nickname's like the Cheeky Monkey, so she can be a little bit cheeky at times. Um, Holly Wheeler, she's, I think she's a veteran like myself. Uh, thanks for calling me that, by the way, too. <laughs> See, I'll, 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 I'm in the bad
1: books here.
5: Yeah, you haven't started well, <laughs> you know.
3: It's been a great start, guys.
5: Experience, uh, so not veteran.
3: <laughs>
0: I apologise, kids. you're much younger than me, by the way, so. I'm only kidding, I'm
3: only kidding, that's fine. Uh, I know I've been around a long time, so, um. Yeah, I probably deserve that that tag as well. Uh, we've got a great we've got a great bunch of girls though, um, and they're all can be pretty um, yeah annoying at times. But uh, now we all get along so well; it's uh, such a great group to be a part of.
1: Kezi, the season kicks off uh, this weekend. Must be exciting. Uh, Season five, I think it is, for you guys. How how do you see uh, the improvements in your sport at the moment coming along? Obviously, new teams coming in next season. I think four new teams coming in next season. And and where would you like to see it in the next few years go to? Yeah, it's
3: going into our fifth season now. And um, as you guys probably know, every year is getting better. Mm better and better as uh, with skill, um, with athleticism, um, the speed of it and things like that. So I guess um, the support that we've had around it over the last few years, I guess, um, with obviously the NRL um, putting it on to start with to get mm. our own NRLW and then I guess the backing of all the clubs who um, can see the growth and can see um, that's obviously the future of the sport and in that area. So just the The more, um, you know, obviously the the coaching that we get and the strength and conditioning coaches as well and all the support staff that actually help us be at our best, um, that's definitely improved over the last few years and obviously the more time we get to spend together, um, especially in that professional environment, the better our footy will become and as I said, you can see that over the last couple of years of of where it uh, started and to where it is now.
2: Mm, Kezi, unfortunately you didn't win the grand final uh, last season, (laughs) but what gives you the confidence that you can go one better this time around oh,
3: um, so much confidence in and around it I guess uh, we learned a lot from that game uh, obviously that wasn't the type of game we wanted to play in at that moment too um, it would have been you know nice to have that sort of game leading into it so we know what, what areas we needed to to really work on, but I guess we saved it to last and the um, roosters were just too good for us. So I feel like we can learn a lot from that game and um, we're really lucky in our team that we've retained 17 of the girls who were part of it at the first season. So it's filled, um you know, when we got back into training because our pre-season this year is very short. So it's only um, basically four weeks and then this week, game week. So, um, yeah, it was a really short turnaround from a lifetime together, I should say. So I feel like that was really great for us that we could sort of just pick up where we left off last season and uh, and build from that. So hopefully we're just going to take, obviously, each game as it comes. Obviously, we want to go one better this year and win the Premiership. That's everyone's uh, goal. But I feel like we've got a great, um, yeah, great squad that we can... We can get the
0: job done. We're speaking with Kezzy Apps, the Dragons NRLW captain and your coach Kezzy, Jamie Soward. Is he quite an emotional coach? Does he hold it together? I could imagine he probably, you know, shows his emotions, uh, wears his heart on his sleeve quite a bit. Yeah, he definitely
3: does, and that's something that we admire about him. He um, he's so passionate about, obviously rugby league. He's so smart. Uh, he's done so much in the game. Um, for himself um but translating that into now helping the women's space he's yeah he's very very passionate and obviously he's got two daughters of his own and he loves coaching the women I guess because we listen to him I'm not sure what the the boys do they probably give it back to him a little bit but um yeah we just love to learn and we just want to be better and and his passion and he's um yeah his knowledge is just been so great for us so um yeah we just want to be the best that we can and obviously if passionate and tells us about it but we know that it comes from a great place obviously because he just wants to win and he just wants he knows how good that we can be if we actually believe in ourselves
2: as well. And Kezzy always important to start the season off well and you take on the Titans on Sunday when you look at this Titans team where where are their strengths what how do you how do you shut them down?
3: and um, putting
0: some points on. Kezzy, thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the season. Good luck. And uh, we'll chat soon, hopefully after you've won the grand final this time. And uh, I'll use the word experienced, I promise, (laughs) to the veteran next time. No, no worries at all. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much. Kezzie Yaps. Uh, The Dragons $1.28, the Titans $3.70, by the way, for that game. The uh, Titans are plus nine and a half at the line. That's on midday on Sunday, and Loz's Sticky Wings, plenty going on there. Uh, what do you got for us? you got an ad for us to read?
2: Uh, have I got an ad no, for we'll... you to read? Well, Mido, you know what? You got a multi for us? If, I, if I've Give got us an the ad multi. to read, I will read the ad right here and now. Are you ready? Heads up, punters. The Sticky and Smokey crew are at it again, but this time it's all about the roar, all right, the roar of supercars at Bathurst at Mount Panorama. So Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue are giving you and a mate the opportunity to win a VIP experience for two at this year's Bathurst 1000 including a full weekend hospitality package, a grid walk, wouldn't mind doing a grid walk, <laughs> a track lap and accommodation. Now, this is a serious bucket list opportunity. So keep an eye out for Sticky Wings and Smoky Barbecue in your local IGA. And if you can't find them, just ask the manager to get them. To enter, simply go to stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au and register your details. It's that easy. That's stickywings.com.au or smokybarbecue.com.au. Supercars. Never tasted so good.
6: Dave Stanley, morning to you. Morning, Jared. Morning, Loz. Morning, Pump. Morning, Jamie. Morning, everyone. We pumped for the weekend, boys, girls. Yeah, yeah. can't wait to see Group One racing back. Yeah, bring, it, I'm,
0: bring bring back the good horses, Dave. I'm I was getting bored.
6: Not exactly. Lie. Well, we're I back. mean, you say you were getting bored, Minho, you know, but you were still on the punt. You love it. Oh yeah, definitely. There's a winner everywhere. But yeah. when you get these these good horses that have got the stories behind them, and you can start looking at the form and and, uh, and it often takes me back, so not very far, but like when, you, when you're when sort of backing horses like a Mawanga or an Animo, you, you start to remember the autumn carnival and the good times you had and it just it just continues on. It's a good, good fuzzy feeling, isn't it? You're all about fuzzy feelings, Loz.
2: I am all about fuzzy feelings, David. I've got a fuzzy feeling tomorrow that my multi's going to go all right. <laughs> well, what this multi, so, so ba- Ma- ba- yeah. Bandit's so Bandy's, boy. Bandit's boy to run Bandy's top three. Boy. Yep. Into Too Much to Bear, top two. Yeah. What price is that? Nine. Nine
6: bucks. Gee, that's a good price. Nine bucks. Because I know Bandy's boy, uh, they're very keen. Uh, it's been, apparently, it's, it's a highway, and you've had success with these highways before. Uh, there was a horse, uh, what, the um, the horse from Cooma you threw in there a couple of weeks ago. The name eludes me.
2: Oh, yes. What yeah. was it?
6: But you got the chocolates that day. Maybe this is the key. Maybe you throw it start throwing these country horses in laws. I'm a country all... specialist. I've been. trying. boy from the bush. That's it. I've been trying. I've, yeah. mm. Yes, that's the
0: horse.
2: Good memory, Mido. Good memory. Well, and it's in got... the
0: horse that I've the ties back the long shot tomorrow.
2: We'll sell it to Dave. Go on.
0: Okay, so Dave, in yeah. race four tomorrow over the mile benchmark seventy eight, I'm keen on Tarns Prince, which is now sixty one dollars. 12 bucks the place. You can move the market now, mid eh? it. I got it at a huge price. What so Tanz Prince is coming out of the Forbes Cup where it's uh, drawn wide and run midfield. But back in March it beat Yukon in a benchmark seventy eight over eighteen hundred. Yukon, pretty good horse, beat Grace and Harmony, what, two weeks ago? Grace and yep. Harmony has form around, well, Mirror Vision, Ellsberg. Just you know, just a small case at a big price. Also, it's won two tomorrow. or three second up, and a second up tomorrow. It I used might... to be with Matt Kamani; it's now with Natalie Jarvis. All reports are it's flying,
6: and uh, just you know, a peck each way, at big odds. I like this. Give it strength. I, I must admit. On. Uh, just notice there, pup. Mm-hmm. How the. The way he was just talking, the confidence is just building. Mm. He, as, and he's just going through the stats. That's what I love about well, the it. No, no, Loz gave a this morning, morning. Yeah, he didn't oh. sell it well enough. Yeah, I yeah, said he's got to be like 80.
2: Stanley. <laughs>
6: <laughs> got to be like... No, well, I've, you've talked me... Okay, so what price did you get, Minnow? 201. <laughs> 201.
1: <laughs> oh. <Ouch. laughs>
6: Jeez. Okay, all right. Well, i tell you what... Um, That 1A, it was a good win at Forbes. I'll have to go back and watch that run. I'll mention it in the punters' panel. I'll tell you one bloke who will be scathing on you, if he doesn't agree, it is Munns. That is one good thing about the punters. Well, if if punters don't agree, they won't hold back.
0: It's a genuine throw at the stumps,
6: but it's just got a few form lines there for that Well, I hope it it lobs for you, mate. Um, That would be... uh, There'd be a promo. We see all the promos on Sky (laughs) Thoroughbred Central. We'll see you. They'll get a recording of this. Um, Your weekend plans. Pup, any weekend plans?
1: Mm, pretty chilled Beautiful mm, Not much
6: Over the jet lag How's your little yeah. one mate No she's Better? good She's good, good I got mate. her this
1: weekend So daddy daycare tomorrow I'll find something to do Outstanding
6: Outstanding mm. And what about yourself Loza? Any weekend plans Unsure yet mate Unsure Oh gee Isn't it nice to go into a weekend Where you've just got options
2: mm. I'm an open book day, <laughs> Opened yeah.
6: office and of course, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be. Uh, it wouldn't be right if we didn't ask Midday What have you got playing? No, i have
0: like, had so much on. I have got a free weekend. So a free weekend. Where are they playing rugby I mean, this weekend? Oh, jeez,
6: seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It'd be a ladies' day. Somewhere. Someone actually asked me.
0: <laughs> who asked me? Don't know. Do you? Someone goes. Do you seriously go to all the ladies' dates? <laughs> no, ninety 90%, percent. Do do? I've been to
1: one. 90% my old one. club.
6: <laughs> well. Whatever you boys are up to this weekend, I hope it's an enjoyable one. I hope uh, your horse runs really well, Mido, and uh, Loz, I hope your multi goes good. Let's rip in.